no money in poetry That's what sets a poet free I've had all the freedom I can stand You got your cold dog soup and rainbow pie All it takes to get me by Fool my belly till the day I die Cold dog soup and rainbow pie Hello and welcome. This is a podcast called Cold Dog Soup, the Mixtape. I'm Larry. Yes, I'm the Larry of this podcast. That's <laughs> yeah, I've always said that about you. You're the Larry of this podcast. <laughs> That's Rob over there. We are back in our comforting environs. I'm not in the car. It should sound better than last time. Um, and unfortunately, <laughs> that is the only thing that's going to improve from last time because... I don't know. This might be the worst musical experience anyone's ever had in life with the dog shit that Mystery Listener has put on our plates today. But before we get that, I think we're supposed to, as this is a podcast, uh, we're supposed to veer off subject and talk about each other's lives and say, how are you doing, Rob? I'm okay. <laughs> Me too, Rob. That's about <laughs> as good as it gets. I mean, I'm not doing great. Um, <laughs> this is a bad, bad song. Mm. Mm, it's, it's like that Chris Isaac song, but Baby didn't do a bad, bad thing. <laughs> Glassjaw did a bad, bad song. Glassjaw has done something here that I would refer to as uh, an unsmooth criminal. A jagged criminal. Oh my God, it's Alien Ant Farm. It, like, was Alien Ant, were they just pissed when Alien Ant Farm? Like, I don't know who's first. I don't know who's first to market with this dog shit. Well, Alien Ant Farm was like smooth criminal and movies was like 2000, 2001. Shit! Um, I, at which all we're doing here, mystery listener, you're trying to get you're trying to get under my skin. What you're doing is proving me right because I've said for years that two, the two, worst two, time two. in music was 2000 to 2005. <laughs> as low yeah, as it ever got. Smooth Criminal was 2001. God damn! You know what? I'm starting to think Al Qaeda was right. I think they picked the right time. Had they waited a day and they heard love and theft and toxicity, perhaps 9-11 doesn't even happen. But maybe the plan was already in motion and there's nothing to there, there was nothing there to save us. Uh, because this, and I hope I can only hope this came out on September 11th, 2002. That's when I can <laughs> that's really oh. <laughs> This was Al Qaeda's second strike. Was this album? (laughs) If you find out that Glassjaw here is a splinter cell, um, I'm going to be very excited to find that news out. Shadi, do you know anything about the band Glassjaw? Okay, I have so much fucking shit to say about this fucking shit. I hate Mm -hmm. it so much. Um, So uh, I want to say that I've heard of the band Glassjaw. That's probably just because that was the... uh, This was not the kind of music I was listening to, but like imagine like warped tour bands and then like the second stage bands yeah glassjaw is like when they started inviting new metal mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. to uh so I, the only way i, I would have uh to the warped tour so the only way i would have come into <clears throat> contact with the uh the band name would be through that i don't remember anything i remember working with a kid at domino's who liked a band called coheed and cambria that mm-hmm. seems like it's in this. It is. Oh, it certainly is. It absolutely uh, is. 
the kind yeah. of dog shit that someone like Mystery Listener would <laughs> love. So just which, kind of- which brings me to a point though, like Coheed and Cambria, however you actually pronounce it, I don't know. Um, has some songs that I can like. That song with that very long title that every other independent wrestler used as entrance music for a while is fucking great. Like, it's really exciting. It does all the things. This this song, sonically, in the hands of someone else, I could be led down a path of liking. Um, Also, while this delivery can be very annoying and is most assuredly very annoying in, in this song in the hands of my chemical romance is not always 100% terrible. Um, it reminds me of a, a lighter shade of, a, of Thursday, which is a band I like, not a lighter shade of Thursday is not their whole name. The band, this, this song is a lighter shade of the band Thursday's work. I can like some of that stuff as again, I say all the time. I don't hate any genre outright. In the hands of capable people, anything can be made to sound good. This, on the other hand, is worse than the, this is the worst of the three songs Mystery Listener has submitted so far. And one of those songs was a joke country cover of a Slipknot song. <laughs> this is worse than that. I was like, what was the third one? And of course, uh, uh, television romance was just terrific which Sean has um, played I, I he won't admit it I guarantee you that fuckers listen to this listen to that on his own un- unironically several times since that episode but through YouTube not through Spotify so you can't see it on your feed mm-hmm. so this so I don't know is this bad because it's straight edge or is straight edge well, just like uh, so that's a great syllogism is um all things straight edge are bad but not all bad things are straight edge so <laughs> yeah so he, he and i mean can't talk about straight edge without talking about this fucking live performance that they have at the <clears throat> so the song is ape dose mill i don't know they don't say it in in the in 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 the song um, I'm Dose Mill would, it on my work computer. Dose Mill is 2000 Two or year 2000, or is it? it and then okay. Ape, he talks about an ape in the song. I think it's also uh, Mill, I think it's also like Million. Is it Million in Spanish? Maybe Millennial, like year two. Maybe can we do the that British guy's song, Millennium? Is that something? <laughs> can we do that stuff? <laughs> Um, anyway, so he, this t- 2000, it's on YouTube. It's a live version of this song, and he's wearing a, a red shirt that has the Coke logo, but it's a parody, and it says, Enjoy Straight Edge. Um, Look, I, also, I guess I need to be clear. Like, I don't have a problem with people not drinking or doing drugs. Of course not. That's fine. Just don't name it. Well, <laughs> don't it's, name it's, it. It's the same way people brag about like having an air fryer or practicing. Hey, 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 goddamn! Wait a fucking minute. Changed my life. I need changed my life. (laughs) Um, but he uh, just like in the song, he doesn't say God in the lyric "Goddamn Sinner." He like at one point bends over and sticks his mic. That's just edited in the YouTube clip. That is in the in the. In the Spotify version, it does exist. Okay, okay. Because they definitely he definitely leaves that sin to the audience when he when he talks about that. And the the coup d'etat, <laughs> coup d'etat, coup de gras of this video, Matt, he like 
hands it over to his uh, to his lead guitarist who performs 28 seconds of the most unimaginative solo. <laughs> so unimaginative. I think it's just the the, the song. And then he goes, it's Tom just... Mariachi, everybody. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> it's like, that, that reminds me of a story um, of a band that I have the strangest relationship with. I can't decide if I like them. I forget they exist. When I do hear them outside of, you know, the third quarter of Alabama football, I tend to like things that came from Samstown. The band is the killers. But I remember him, the, the lead singer of that band, talking up the this guitar part, this solo in, um, I think it's, when you were young. I remember hearing him talk that part and be like, oh shit, this must be dope. And then hearing the guitar part and it's like, oh yeah, it's fine. It's, it's fine. It's just fine. Like, what's well, stop? It's kind of like the the first time when um I was trying to explain the uh the I don't even know what to call it the part in in the air tonight the drum Collins when the, the, the drum, drum part. feel yeah and and it came up and everybody was and like, you're oh. talking to those two you're talking to those two twin black kids who had never seen it before and everybody went crazy and man it. they went crazy <laughs> man we need some good news am I right. Oh God, that Krasinski. went a different way uh, than I thought you were. But never mind, never mind, <laughs> never mind. Uh, Eight be- dose mill. Before we get there, I did do a cursory Google search to see if I could find a, kind of cur- uh, a meaning on this at all. Mm-hmm. And uh, here's what I found, courtesy of Urban Dictionary. It says Eight dose mill. No definition. <laughs> but but the entry does go on to say uh it's a kick-ass song by the band Glassjaw. An Hell example, yeah. an example would be, oh dude, did you hear that song by, by Glassjaw? Eight dose meal? I don't know what it means, but it's sick. <laughs> it is the question is answered by genius in the, in the first line. Fuck yeah. In Portuguese, this means one of a thousand or something like that. Hit me with them fat ass lyrics, Shawnee. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. And just because I listened to it like five times in a row right before we hit record, like it's going to be hard not to sing. I would um, love it if you did it. Oh, God. <clears throat> oh, my God. I would like, can we do that song? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. All right. This is, I guess, Ape Dose Mill uh, by Glassjaw. Yeah, it's over. You can bet in mid-October I will still be ranting about till most early May. So he doesn't he doesn't need the most in there. There's too many. Too many cycles. It's over. You can bet in mid-October I will still be ranting about till most early May. What the fuck? Okay. That's not uh, how anyone speaks. Uh, perhaps English is not his first language. Okay. <laughs> Would like, much man. rather have this song been written in his native tongue. Did you did that. you did you hear Amber and Brad broke up? Yeah, man. Brad's been ranting about I mean we're we're, we're sitting here in early May and he's been ranting since mid-October. Like about most. He's but wait, you can bet in mid-October. Okay, whatever. I'm not gonna unpack that bullshit. Um uh, well he's what what he's saying is. It's over. 
And this is going to take me seven and a half months well, to get over. It's going to take longer than that, Shawnee, because based on what I'm reading here, it is not yet mid-October. So he's saying, look, no, oh, yeah. At mid-October, you can go to a sports book and you can lay down your hard-earned simoleons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the over-under is on rant time is about <laughs> most of the months. Oh I'm my god. But... Scott Westfall wrote this song. <laughs> Dose Mill means 2000, which was the year everything you ever wanted to know about silence was released. The title of the song lays the groundwork for the context of the lyric where Daryl Palumbo oh criticizes, god. Criticizes, oh god. criticizes himself for his ornery and combative lyrics toward his unfaithful ex-lovers. There's a on shock the, on the band's first album. Except it's sexual debauch. Oh god. <clears throat> it's sexual debauch. Oh my god. Oh, you right now. When you want to serious rotations right now. When you want to feel shame by show what you gotta do is you gotta put on the Glassstone record. It's called worship and tribute. I think that's the great title for records. You just put it on and you feel bad and you really feel and you just yeah, and it all come over you. Ain't no community come on took out everything ever need no right there in your glue. Yeah, he's a winner, but he's a goddamn sinner. And that's all I gotta say. This has been music talk with your friend Lou Hopes. <laughs> Okay, uh, such a combative lyric would be, it's sexual debauchery, you fucking cunt, you fucking whore, you cost what you're worth, from Motel of the White Locust by oh, Last Job. I don't think Mr. Palumbo is well-adjusted, and I can I tell you right now, is. those lyrics, my friend, are not going to fly in 2020. My heart has been broken so many times. I've never... I've never, ever gone there. And I don't think I'm in the minority. (laughs) I don't think you're in the minority report either. This band breeds school shooters. I'm just going to come out and say. Yeah. Also, if you're out there listening, kids, and your last name's Palumbo, the entertainment industry is not where you belong. (laughs) Yeah, he's a winner. He's a goddamn sinner. Well, he dines. I'm on the wrong side of the day. He's a winner. He's a goddamn sinner. Well, he dines. I'm on the wrong side of the day. Is he sad every time this guy eats? Or hey, does the uh, a wise woman once told me, I'm eating your food up, dude. <laughs> um, wrong side. So of the- okay, I would assume he's talking about his former lover's new paramour here. I guess um, his winner is a goddamn sinner. While he dines, I guess that means he's eating dinner. But maybe, uh, maybe Mr. Palumbo is just waking up. Maybe that's what it is. Like he's he's he can't even drag himself out of bed, and this guy's already fucking cracking eggs or eating breakfast i don't fucking know but that's where that's what it reads to me (laughs) well genius doesn't like to commit um this is probably in relation (laughs) to an ex-girlfriend and her new boyfriend no shit from the sound of it daryl is trying his hardest to find a flaw in the new guy but in actuality the guy is probably a better person than daryl self-admittedly that doesn't sound like that at all it turns his collar up to better frame his face 
that's a better lyric. Yeah, he's a winner. He's a goddamn sinner. Well, he dines him on the wrong side of the day. And I said, I don't understand why I'm fumbling after you're the reason I cannot forget the season or the letter when you first referred to it. There this is, is so much missing, so I know, missing I know information. I know I'm speaking this, but it is as equally as mishmash mashed potatoes when <laughs> it is scream saying by like, this abortion of a the, fucking... The first thing, like this, I want to be fair. I just, I want to be fair in all things I do. We all want to be fair, baby. Come on now. I don't need to be spoon fed. I don't think a songwriter has to spoon feed me everything. Certainly not from a Yayi pop. Hell no. I don't want anybody eating a Yayi pop. Um, And as soon as I read the lyrics here, the first thing that popped into my mind was, I'll write you a letter tomorrow. Tonight, I can't hold a pen. That is how uh, the replacement song, uh, Shit. What is the actual name of that song? Can't Hardly Wait begins. It's not left of the dial. It's not. It's Can't Hardly Wait. That's how that song begins. And it is It is held up by a lot of people. as just one of the greatest opening lines sure. of any song because it, everything's open. You know, it is a wide open story that is about to be told. Early one morning, the sun was shining and I was laying in bed. Again, sets the tone. Mm-hmm. This is as open, but however, what it does is never closes. It never gives me anything to come back to. I have no fucking clue what is going <laughs> on here without well, it's hard analysis. It's because every... It's like he had two songs and they were both running to the copier. And I guess the margins were big and the text was sized 199 because all the papers went up in the air. When he you was somebody shy, you know, as I stated, I, I think I know who wrote this song. And that guy <laughs> specifically told us, Scott Westfall told us, if you're ever holding papers and they start to fall, let them fall. Because as you clamor to try to catch them, you're just going to mix them up. I think that's where Scott learned this lesson. All the papers fly up in the air and he's grabbing at them, grabbing at them, grabbing at them. And every other line contradicts the one before it. He's a winner. He's a sinner. And this is not like fucking Steve Miller band caliber writing. He's a winner. He's a goddamn sinner. Sinner. Well, he's a sinner. While he dines, I'm on the wrong side of the day. Okay, whatever. And I said, I don't understand why I'm fumbling after. That's the singular thought. That's, I don't understand how it's that is apropos of nothing. Is it? I mean, is he trying to say I don't understand why I'm so beat up about this girl? Or fumbling after isn't a term. And Unless like fumbling after what? Like, yeah, I mean, it's like you're fumbling papers? after two stacks of. A different song. Correct. You're the reason I cannot forget this season or the letter when you first referred to it. You're the reason I cannot forget this season is the only coherent thing in here because and it's one of the worst rhymes in music. It's terrible. Are we going to do girl world and smile and wild? I sure hope we do. Um, But at least thematically, it fits because the song starts with a reference to October. That's the fall. He's still going to be in this shit during the summer season. Okay. That is, he is a person who under, he is not 16 monkeys in a room with typewriters. This is a human being. Is attempting he 16 to do Dose Mills in a room? Mm. 
Ooh. Maybe 2,000 monkeys with typewriters wrote this song. <laughs> I love, is that Natalie Merchant's band? That's 10,000 monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're hilarious. Can we do any of those songs? And I said, oh God, this is bad. <laughs> I mean, there was there's a way to to sing about the seasons, mm-hmm. and it was never done better than Lil Wayne and Mr. Oh, God damn it! I knew it! I knew it! I knew it! We've already done that episode. It's in the archives. Just go back and find it. <laughs> and I said, and I guess this is the chorus, or I th- even though we just repeat the set and fucking anyway. <laughs> <laughs> It's all Calypso, but it's not easy to know. It's all Calypso, but it's not easy to know. In Greek mythology, Calypso is a nymph most well-known for her role in the epic The Odyssey, in which she keeps the fabled Greek hero Odysseus on her island so she can make him her immortal husband. This serves as a metaphor for Palumbo's fixation on infidelity, which was the primary lyrical theme throughout Class Trustee's U album, Everything You Want to Know About Silence. Palumbo is now critical of his immature accusations on the record. How do we know he's not talking about the musical stylings of the steel drums in the Caribbean? That's also I mean, good. So, and the video with the clowns, oh, like you know, don't even get me started on that piece of work, Shami. You walk around with your shoulders down for crowning. It's not easy to know. But what's not easy to know? Exactly. Um, then we, I guess we kind of just. Like that chorus we, means jack shit. <laughs> like nothing. <laughs> Sonically annoying, completely yeah. meaningless, and also sight unseen, very full of itself. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, and I, just, I would like to. I'd, I'd love to see a like if you did a word chart of all these two thousand to two thousand five new metal sort of screamo things. You just put all the lyrics in a pot. You put it in a pot. <laughs> oh and, shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just so happy I found something else. And uh, you put it all in the pot. I <laughs> believe that in like seventy two point font, right in the middle, would be. It's not easy to know. I feel like that's in every one of these songs. <laughs> it's not easy, no, no. Um, also, what I thought I found out was not to be. Um, <laughs> I saw that I that a the drummer of Unwritten Law was a guy named Tony Palermo, and I thought it was ah, Palermo. damn it. But unwritten, like if you want to listen to like halfway enjoyable music like this, the band is Unwritten Law. They came out in like, I mean, at least their their big like uh, record was in two thousand. Um, and it had like seeing red and up all night. It's stupid, dumb music, and that's that's actually listenable. This is not. If you told me it's not easy to know was the pre-chorus lyric for every My Chemical Romance song, because <laughs> I'm hearing it, I don't know that they ever sang the lyric, but it fits melodically into everything these bands ever did. Oh yeah. <laughs> And an easy message to send to kids that are just trying to figure out, you know. <laughs> good. It's a good message. Is it normal to call a girl who decided that she didn't want to waste any more time with me a fucking cunt? Mm-hmm. That's not good. 
That's, no, it's not. That's worse than right. That's wrong. So tell me um, how unimaginative uh, this song is. And I hate to compare it to such an unimaginative guitar solo in the live version, but they just, it, they, uh, they just repeat it with one line changed. Yeah, it's over. You can bet when mid-October ends. Okay. He felt so good about this line, he did it twice. I'll still be ranting about most early May. Yeah, he's a winner. He's a goddamn sinner. Well, he dines. I'm on the wrong side of the day. Oh, there's a new genius annotation. Palumbo is acknowledging that the girl's not really a whore and that she moves on with a new guy who is better than him for her. Someone who has a normal schedule, eating breakfast at a time Palumbo is going to sleep, is confident and experienced sexually. Drinks and probably does drugs. <laughs> Why? How is that? Where do we? Where do we get the he's good at sex part? <laughs> where is that? <laughs> Wait, I like how I like how these th- these three things are all better because he's straight edge. Yeah. So he's straight edge. He can't bone down and he doesn't eat. Gets up late. Gets up real late. Can't bone down. <laughs> And does drugs. And all you do a little does drugs. He'll do some too. And that is a good thing. Oh my God. Oh my God. <clears throat> and I and I said, I don't understand why I'm fumbling after. Yeah, you're the reason I cannot forget the season or the lesson how an ape shall not kill ape. Okay. Okay. So obviously we see how everything came to be in this song. That's the line that everything else is built upon. You see what I just did there, Shawnee, without even trying? Yeah, what I just yeah. said, I, I spoke poetically right then without even trying to. And this fucker, clearly, <laughs> this whole shit is Former built around Anthony Palumbo. him wanting to use the Planet of the Apes line, ape shall not kill ape. He want, That's what he wanted to do with his song. That's why he titled it the way he did. It's written for this line. But why didn't he title it Ape Shall Not Kill Ape? The, the Planet of the Apes people are very litigious. Um, <laughs> like Ape 2000. Dr. Zayas will sue. <laughs> I cannot wait. Like it's, it's the, the, uh, the song title is just Ape 2000. Uh-huh. That's probably when that remake came out. <laughs> Is it? Is that when that remake came out? But what I was saying is, he wants to build this whole thing around that line, and doesn't even bother to rhyme it or fit it in there. Oh, son of a bitch! Yes, yes, we did it! We did it! We did it! We figured it out! We fucking figured it out! God, yeah, do you think that they rhyme. wrote? Okay, hold on. Now the, the question has to be asked: Did they write this for the soundtrack, Absolutely. hoping that it would go? That, that it, they, would get it was like the fucking Key and Peele skit where they sent it in. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear songs that's only been heard by the highest <laughs> level of Hollywood executives. <laughs> <laughs> Face song. <laughs> Bad guys walking around. There's nothing down there. Now all I want to do is just name gremlins. (laughs) 
Say any noun in a gremlin, it's in the movie. <laughs> That's the worst idea I ever heard. It's in the movie. All of these are actual gremlins. Um, okay, so I don't know what the message is there. Ape shall not kill ape, as in like he and his, his ex are the same. Shiny, it means literally <laughs> <There's>, like <laughs> this is if anybody asks, like, what does it mean to, to have crowbarred something into a song? This is it. <laughs> this is 100 percent just jammed in here. Because ain't, when we usually ain't repos of nothing. <laughs> Which is a better title for this song. <laughs> Monkeying Around is a better title for this song. Can we do these songs? <laughs> it's all Calypso, but it's not easy to know. You walk around with your sh- shoulders down frowning. It's not easy to know. It's just a tango, but it's not easy to show. I walk around with my horns out now, but it's not easy to know. So hold on, hold on, hang on, hang on. I've got some different lyrics there. Oh, 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 oh. Um, and I, I, I am not claiming to be right, but I. What is it? Horns down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes more sense. In my version, I've got it's just a tango, but it's not too easy to choke. Which Ooh. I walk around with my horns down now, but it's not easy to know. Do you think he has his horns down because he can't bone out like the, his ex? Like his, like the new guy who's fucking peeled up and drunk as shit, belly full of butt, goddamn bacon and beans, and just fucking running <laughs> downtown. This... I am full of drugs. Who's <laughs> bacon, beans, and cum for you, baby? <laughs> we. I wish we could. <laughs> Oh shit! I am a simple man, baby. I have four things for you. (laughs) Oh fuck me! Bacon and beans is one thing. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Okay. And by the way, listeners, if you think we're done, we ain't. Uh (laughs) We're not. We're not. Genius tells me this is a bridge. <laughs> yeah, uh, you can't, <laughs> you can't trust a man who's governor. Ape can't trust man. You can't trust a man who you can't trust a man with a gun at all. Ape can't trust man. You can't trust man. Or is that just like a full lyric from the? I mean, is could this be spoken by Tim Roth <laughs> or Mark Wahlberg? Like. And so, as, as I recall in the original Planet of the Apes, it can't me. Um, the ape has killed ape comes up because I think Zayas breaks bad and kills one of those monkeys and all the other apes are chanting, ape has killed ape. Yeah. Ape has, I don't know how it happened in the fucking 2001 version, which was definitely <laughs> the, <laughs> definitely the reason for the season here, 100%. Um, but it, it does feel like they're just ripping that off. Like Green Day had the, the decency to, <laughs> to just submit songs they already, already recorded 
with just Godzilla screeching over it for the 1997 Godzilla. Makes perfect sense. Makes perfect sense. These guys Um, thought they were going to really sum up the whole fucking Planet of the Ape experience. (laughs) So that's not Ed Lincoln. It's a monkey man. Can we you bastards? You blew it (laughs) (laughs) Um. So when you <laughs> when you Google "ape shall not kill ape," you it goes to uh, Planet of the Apes. But when you Google, you can't trust a man who's governor, or you can't trust a man with a gun at all. That just goes to the, the lyrics of this. Of this, yeah. No. What the fuck, Shawnee? Who in the fat fuck <laughs> goes to the theater with his big souvenir McDonald's cup in hand? And sits down to watch the Planet of the Apes remake and leaves there thinking, you know what I got to do? I got to put pen to papyrus and I got to <laughs> capture this feeling that I have, that this that this film has inspired within me. <laughs> Who the fuck does that? I just, I don't. What has happened to us? I I might be higher than a giraffe's ass right now. Are However, th- like this can't be real, right? It, I mean, it's a pretty it's it's an elaborate hoax if it's not because there's a video, there's a genius <laughs> entry, and there's an 18 year old live performance. He left enough breadcrumbs for me to figure out, and it came out in 2002. <laughs> one year after the release of that movie that's what happened <laughs> it's all clips so it's not easy to know sings all that bullshit again and then uh, I'm told this is an outro mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, how can you heal if you don't ease back the blame knowing you're right won't you heal how can you heal if you don't ease back the blame knowing you're right won't you heal so how could you heal if you don't ease back the blame? There's something to that as a yeah. song lyric. Sure. Um, it it's begs trite, for, but yeah, it is. It begs for a follow-up line that is better and more and knowing impactful. you're right won't you heal. That is six words that don't make sense in that order. <laughs> Glass jaw. Like, I don't know, knowing you're right once you hear, what the fuck does that mean? I mean, I get it. I understand the point he's trying to make, but have you ever, in a moment of heartbreak, had that thought come in your head? Nah. Have you had that thought about most in your head at all? Nah. No! Oh, man, they're playing Silver Springs. (laughs) Maryland? The Buffalo Mm -hmm. Wild Wings? (laughs) Yeah. Oh look, they're playing the Bowie, the Bowie Maryland Chick Fil A. Parking lot. If you were telling me they were doing a cover of Fleetwood Mac Silver Spring, I was going to have a flying fucking fit. <laughs> there was going to be a goddamn like, fight. Like, so they're from they're from Long Island. I just I feel so like much. that they're just like they had rich parents. I hope they did. I hope they did. <sighs> They were apparently a major part of the Long Island music scene in the early 2000s. Oof. The band has been influential in the progression of underground music scene. What is the underground music scene? You know. 
The Harriet oh. Tubman's underground music scene. <laughs> <laughs> There's something there. Oh, the underground music scene in the Eastern United States and UK and on the post-hardcore genre and are known for their intense live shows. Uh... And big-ass guitar solos. Dis- disagree. Disagree. <laughs> I can't I mean, wait he, to find out that um, A... Like, he, he comes out like a, like a zombie. That A, they were a giant influence on Titus Andronicus, and then B, find <laughs> out that somebody from that band that I absolutely love was in this band. I can't wait to find that out and be completely heartbroken. I mean, how can they have a Wikipedia entry this long? <laughs> I've never heard of them. Okay, so Associated Acts. I, I, I think you're probably okay here. Sons of Abraham, Still Suit, Head Oof. Automatica, Color Film, The Dillinger Escape Plan, oh, from, from Autumn to Ashes, every, oh, time, every Time I Die. I know that outfit. Oh, Saves the Day. I love Saves the Day. <laughs> At your funeral, I will like, sing requiem i i didn't i didn't know it was possible but i would rather have had their daddy's pee in their butts than <laughs> what they've given me here today and he mentioned something earlier uh what is the lyric that got me thinking about chester bennington uh, who by the way did you see lincoln park Lincoln Park is now like retroactively like the most responsible band in the in the world. What does that even mean, Johnny? <laughs> After tra- the Travis Scott shit, we're like, I guess Travis Scott didn't stop the entire production. Oh, Lincoln Park! There were that many people there to see Lincoln Park that some of them might die. That's a crime in itself. There was, there was some video at a link of a Lincoln Park concert, obviously very a long time ago. <clears throat> um, <laughs> yeah, because in case you can't tell you right now, they ain't turning out to see Lincoln Park no more. <laughs> they like stopped and made sure like uh somebody who collapsed in the in the crowd got like a uh, ambulance or something and then chester bennington put a rope around his neck and tried to come on them do you think it was like a yes in excess type thing however i'm gonna say I'm, i need to say this for clarity anytime I, I hear a man has hung himself i automatically assume <laughs> he was going for distance i assume <laughs> he had placed a bucket in the far corner of the room and there were marks where he had the bucket had been placed previous experiences and on this occasion the bucket was out farther than it had ever been before and so therefore you know he needed to adjust trajectories and tightness and things like that and he was going for distance and that's the price you pay for glory but i'd like to think he did hit the bucket before he kicked the bucket why is Cakes the Distance not just a real-time video of David Carradine Reluctantly crouched in a hotel chair. <laughs> David Carradine's going the distance. Michael Hutchinson. That feels like a good place to end this is any. <laughs> yeah, I just realized we're kind of like not doing this anymore. Well, mystery listener. Oh, God. Damn. You have outdone yourself this time. Um, this song has made me viscerally hate, sad, upset. Um, however, <laughs> I solved your fucking puzzle. 
we figured out this song was meant for the Planet of the Apes soundtrack. <laughs> not the original, not influenced by the original, but no. the remake. So a couple of music sleuths can close the book on this one. And as a public service announcement, kids, know your limits. There's only so far you can shoot it. This has been Cold Dog Street, the music. Let's